Hello and welcome to the Field Talk podcast from the Linder Farm Network, the voice of Minnesota agriculture. I'm your host, Dan Lemke. Dry conditions through the nation's midsection are causing issues not only with crops, but also with the inland waterway system, including the Mississippi River. Levels are dropping and that's leading to fears of barge restrictions and other limitations that could not only hamper grain movement, but cost farmers more. Mike Steenhook of the Soy Transportation Coalition has an update on this Field Talk podcast. Yeah, you know, one of the things that this this is certainly teaching us and reminding us is that uh, drought conditions can impede the ability to grow a crop. It can also impede the ability to transport that crop. And, you know, we were hopeful that after the historically low water conditions on the Mississippi River last year, that we would return to some degree of normalcy in 2023 and it and unfortunately it appears that that is not going to be the case you know anything can obviously still happen uh during the the month of september but it it usually is not one of the more abundant precipitation months um and so and and clearly the the near-term forecast does not portend you know a, a lot of additional uh, rainfall so it is a real concern we're we're entering this critical period of the year, uh, not in a position of strength. Uh, when you look at water levels at uh, a number of locations, but the two of the, the more particular ones that I, I routinely monitor is St. Louis and, and Memphis. And at both those locations, we're actually lower at this time uh, versus the same period last year. And again, last year was a historically low water uh, event. So we're, we're even lower this year. And, and so what, what com- compounds that is even if we get some additional precipitation in the near future, and again, the, the, the near-term forecast is not very favorable, but even if we do, um, given the state of affairs with our farm ground and how dehydrated it is, you know, any additional moisture is you know, understandably going to be absorbed into the farm ground, which is necessary for, for finishing the crops. Uh, but what that does mean is there's not going to be a lot of residual water to make its way into our streams and our rivers to to facilitate navigation and, and traf- barge traffic on our rivers. So it, it is something that's clearly a concern for us. Are there any restrictions in place or, or is that being talked about or what uh, what's the situation in that regard? We are seeing you know, barge companies uh, light load uh, their barges. Um, you know, out of a concern that they might uh, scrape the bottom. Uh, you know, we, I've, I've seen, you know, estimates of, you know, a 15% reduction in the amount that's being loaded uh, on these barges, which, again, it, it, it really impacts the competitiveness and the economics of our supply chain. You know, we, you know one of the, the beauties of the inland waterway system is that it's, when it, when it, operates as normal is an extremely efficient maritime highway that is well positioned to transport heavy commodities long distances in an economical manner you can just get so many bushels of soybeans into a barge and you attach uh, a number of barges together and you you really result in a very efficient movement uh, of product to our port regions down in the new orleans area and it's it's really one of the reasons why we're so competitive on the international marketplace. So, I mean, that's the good news that we, we normally have that. We benefit from that. But right now, um, we're seeing 
that get mitigated because of those low water, uh, these low water conditions. And unfortunately, as, as time passes, uh, we could clearly see those restrictions become more pronounced, uh, not only with the limit on the amount that you're loading per barge, but even uh, the number of barges that you are willing to attach together to form one single unit or flotilla because the, the, the shipping channel will continue to get more narrow as well. And so you can't, you can't comprise a, a wide, you know, barge tow or flotilla as you normally will. So you will continue to see that impact uh, continue to be manifest as we, as we proceed and these drought conditions persist. And I'm guessing that the timing is not great either as we're approaching harvest and I'm sure a percentage will uh, be moving down the river here in the, in the coming months. So I, I'm guessing that doesn't help matters either. Yeah, you know, there's certain times within agriculture where it's game time. And planting season certainly part. That's one of the, the, the game time uh, periods within agriculture. Harvest is clearly game time. Yeah, not, not only with activity, uh on the farm itself, but then also making sure that you've got a supply chain that can accommodate it. Cause so much of, of our customer customer demand occurs and coincides during this time of the year. So you want to make sure that this multimodal system is firing on all cylinders. And, you know, one of those real key parts of that is, is the Mississippi river and the other inland waterways, you know, that feed into it. And unfortunately, you know, the Mississippi river is not firing on, all cylinders as it currently is. This is also being reflected, these conditions on the river are being, being reflected in, in escalating barge rates because when, you, when you've got less capacity per barge, if you've got a reduced ability to attach a number of barges together, what that means is you've got a given amount of freight, in this case soybeans or grain, uh, that needs to be transported from point A to point B, but you have fewer, less capacity to accommodate it. And so what that does is it puts enormous upward pressure on barge rates, and we're seeing that increase uh, occur right now. Uh, barge rates originating out of St. Louis are 42% higher than the same period last year. Uh, out of uh, the Memphis area, 81% higher right now than they were last year. Um, and one of the realities uh, of agriculture is, you know, when you've got these kind of increased transportation costs, those costs are quite frequently passed on to the farmer in the form of a more negative basis. So this, this certainly is going to impact the profitability of individual farmers. Thanks for joining us. Stay up to date on all the latest farm news and market analysis on your local LFN affiliate. Find other podcasts and sign up for our free weekly e-newsletter at linderfarmnetwork.com.